welcome back to the show that is just crawling with old folks. It's Pro Grapplers. Introducing first, I am reminding the champ of a decade-old rivalry to get a title shot. I am amazing, Jason Sigler. And my opponent, he is wearing all black, so you know he doesn't give a shit. He is Steve, the shin kicker, shinny. Technically, if I wore brown trunks, that's what you'd know. But um. So, uh, Io Shirai is, is now in the all black, and, uh, man, between that and the, the, the entrance and the, the, literally just the look of, like, I don't care, I don't, I don't, obviously I want to be here, but I want to be here just destroying people and I don't need any of you, I, I am all in on this Io Shirai, uh, we will get to that, we, we, uh, we'll definitely talk about NXT, uh, we're hitting up the network shows this week, which turns out to be very appropriate since they redesigned the network this week. Yeah. I know you don't know this because you don't watch anything on the network. You can say that. <laughs> I don't watch things on the network. I watch highlights on the YouTube. Yes, and elsewhere. Uh, I do, so I was waiting for that update to come to all the different services. And just like any redesign, it's uh, it, it, it was redesigned with uh, look in mind and maybe not functionality. And they'll be patching it, I'm sure, in the coming weeks because there's some stuff that's straight up broke on different experiences and that's not great but i was able to watch what i needed to watch so i, I can't complain too much so what was broken uh, i mean in in on android on tablet i was trying to watch it and uh it just wouldn't play like the video wouldn't play it could be my device i don't know but it i played it and it started playing like the first 20 seconds and then just kept looping back on itself like it was trying to load or buffer but it wasn't happening so yeah it's it, it it's like a lot of things that are redesigned these days it just it, it doesn't work when it's supposed to necessarily so they'll get it in the right place i'm sure by SummerSlam. so i'm not too concerned about it but it looks nice it looks a lot nicer than it did so it doesn't look like a 1990s web uh application that you're using anymore so that's good but we're not here to talk about technology we're here to talk about wrestling and so we're going to start with 205 live the one that I know Steve didn't watch, so I will talk about it. Uh, he, he, he'll probably have some thoughts. Yeah, and you'll you'll probably have some thoughts. Uh, you definitely won't have thoughts in the final match because it was uh it, it was very good, and I would suggest going back and watching some highlights of it. Uh, they kicked off with uh, saying it's an NXT versus Two Hundred Five Live night, and saying like all the matches are going to be that, which is not the case because the middle match is Oni Lorcan versus Jobber. Was so, he a very I, I, small Jobber? Uh, I don't remember anything about him other than his name is Tony Eisner, and I I fantasy booked him as an heir to the Disney fortune, <laughs> and no, Oni, Oni Lorcan has decided he wants in on that House of Mouse money. <laughs> Can you fight yourself, fight your way into an inheritance? I didn't know that's how it worked. I I have to imagine in America somebody has fought to get an inheritance. I have to imagine that, even if it's not yours. <laughs> You have no claim to it. I have to imagine that has happened at some point. Um, they also kick off with uh, Drake Maverick saying he's going to fight an unsanctioned match with Mike Kanellis the next week. And if Kanellis finally wins a match, uh, he will get a title opportunity. So I I hope that actually comes to fruition. I hope that he finally wins something, especially against Drake Maverick, who's, come on. Does Drake need a win? No, because he's never wrestled in WWE. So he's peed more than he's wrestled. Canel- yeah, basically. Uh, God, I, I, I'd forgotten about that. Thank you. Um, 
Like let's let's have this go somewhere. Let's have let's have Canellis get a title shot. No, he's not gonna win. No, but he'll you know he should win and have that not be enough for Maria. So then he goes to SmackDown and he wins or no he goes to Raw and wins the U.S. Championship. Not enough for Maria. Goes to SmackDown wins the Intercontinental and he just keeps getting bigger and bigger belts and nothing's enough for him. Nothing is and nothing's enough for her. And so we get this. There's 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 a story there. We, that has not been done. True, and then he finally t- goes to take on Brock Lesnar to prove he's a man, yeah. and Brock Lesnar kills him. Yes, yes, like literally, that's the death of Mike Kanellis, <laughs> and she, she, she still <laughs> shits on his grave. Well, she, she ends up with Brock Lesnar. She, Brock Lesnar carries her out to every match and kind of puts her to the side and calls her Road Sable. I don't know, Road Sable. Ugh, scrape that off the road and leave it in the curb. What I meant? Um, well, that's what it sounds like. Ro- ro- Sable is, you know, a, a type of animal. So, road Sable is... I, I knew that. I honestly didn't itself. think you would. <laughs> I know what Sable is. Okay. I, I can't remember where I heard it. Probably an episode of Seinfeld, because that's where I learned everything. Uh, learned everything, I should say. Uh, Umberto Carrillo and Raul Mendoza from NXT take on Kalisto and Graham Metalik. Uh, this feels like maybe the beginning of a rivalry. Maybe they're going to keep wrestling. Maybe they'll wrestle on like the, the kickoff of SummerSlam or something. Cause this, uh, this, this had a lot, but it, it also was missing some kind of like speed. Like uh, I've seen Kalisto go, you know, Kalisto and Buddy Murphy had some of the best matches on 205 live for quite a while. So I know Kalisto can go when he's with the right opponent and both these guys represent that. I just, it, it didn't quite. I don't know. It's like they're holding back for another bigger match. So hopefully that's the case. Uh, and the main event of 205 Live was Drew Gulak not defending his title, but wrestling against apparently a man that he helped train. And that is Isaiah Swerve Scott, who you'll know if you've been watching any of the breakout tournament on NXT. Uh, this is a good match. This is it's it was kind of odd because it was built on a punch. Like Swerve hits a punch on Gulak, and it I, they they replay it several times because it looks like he actually connected. Drew sells it like he's been knocked out, and but then uh, Isaiah acts like his hand has been hurt, and that becomes like the focus of the match. Like he can't ever lock in an arm bar or anything like that because his hand is too hurt. And Drew finally uses it against him and gets the win. So it was it was a smart match. It was well wrestled. Uh, Gulak hit a I'm I'm gonna call it a crucifix javelin on the ring post on the outside like he has him up in the crucifix and then just launches him into the ring post while at running speed uh yeah lots of fun stuff here like i said go back and watch the highlights at yeah, least because I, I think this was uh, drew gulak matches i think uh, regardless of who he wrestles i think he's one of those guys that can pull out uh anything out of anybody so uh, him bouncing around the brands there for a while was a, a very good thing, and I, I kind of hope they continue that. Uh, onward to U- NXT UK, where I was pretty underwhelmed by this episode, um, besides the main event, which I assume you've seen the highlights of. No, I watched the whole uh, thing. I don't this know exactly. amazing, this last match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, you watched the whole Walter Trent Seven match? I also watched the whole... Uh, uh, Dar, no, Kenny Williams? Yep. No, I'm Dar, Lucky Kid which was also really, really good wrestling. Uh, and then I watched the highlights of the women's match, which was a six-woman tag match. Yeah, I... I am still... It was a perfect... Just 
microcosm and ex- explanation of why I just am not excited about the women's division in NXT UK yet. Because I mean, these are the six top women in their division that, that they've built up so far, and that they they are telling us these are you know the women we're going with for right now is the the tops. And uh, this uh, this match just didn't do anything for me. Like I, Tony Storm obviously still doesn't do much for me, and. Kaylee Ray is playing mind games with Tony Storm. So to play mind games, she gets Jazzy Gabbert to take down Zaya Brookside so Jenny can get the win, and somehow that's Kaylee Ray playing mind games with Tony Storm. Yeah, um I re- That makes no sense. I really liked uh uh Jazzy Gabbert and, and Zaya Brookside. I think those two are uh really entertaining and they, they they both have very good looks. The there was a move where uh Gabbert was going to body slam Brookside, and as she goes to pick her up, uh, Venom, is that her name? The other woman? Did like a crossbody over the top of Brookside. It was really cool. But, yeah. Oh, Niven. Niven. Piper That's Niven. It. Niven. Yeah. Uh, I like Venom better. <laughs> I think she was like Venom in another, or in another promotion, but I'm not sure on that. I might be making it up. I, it, 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 I knew who you were talking about, yeah. so I, luckily I watched the entire match, so I knew. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's just six women that are really good wrestlers in their own right, and just, I mean, six six people tags, men or women, it's it's just They're hard to... Great. No, the, you're waiting for the dash of finishers at the end, and we didn't even get that in this one. It was kind of a, just, again, a, a kind of a cheat to win scenario but uh, we did get the moment where everybody takes a dive off of the stage and watching piper niven do a cannonball is it is fun it's like kevin owens when he does it it's just like that that probably hurt at least three of those people including the cameraman mm-hmm. so yeah jenny gets the win for her team so kaylee ray i guess gets momentum rolling into her match with tony storm at takeover cardiff I know the whole they have different accents and they're from different places then I, I get that but I cannot understand 85% of what Kaylee Ray says <laughs> I would not be the a-hole fan that would be chanting what every time you know Shinsuke Nakamura tries to say something or Oscar or whatever that's just that's terrible but I, I legitimately cannot understand what she says she has such a thick Scottish I think it's Scottish accent that I just yeah I uh, that <laughs> totally understandable. Uh, I think that's why it's NXT UK is they're not specifically going for a more international audience, so they don't they don't tone back their accents because I'm I'm sure it's a lot easier if you grew up in the UK. Uh, I've watched enough British TV shows that the accents aren't as bad for me as they are for some people. I don't know how much of that you watch, so but yeah, it's I I totally understand and and different accents can be hard, but. You know, there's nothing wrong with subtitles, TV, just in no, general. No. Just put put subtitles on everything. That in, in China, there's so many different accents that everything, except for the most standard newsman, if it's not Walter Cronkite or Dan Rather's talking, there's subtitles. Just because you never know what people are going to be able to understand. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, you could turn on closed captioning. But so that's different. I... I, I yeah, it is, and it's it, it's not that big a concern. Like I can context clues, I can figure out she's telling you know Tony Storm, I own you, and I'll take your title at Cardiff. Yeah. Like that's that's obviously what they're saying, but it's just getting from A to B is like, okay, I got to rewind that. What'd you say? 
So, so I, 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 I imagine that match is going to be very good, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Tony Storm defend finally because, uh. I think she had a minor injury after her last defense, but she's really just kind of been off TV and just doing promos, which are my least favorite Tony Storm thing. Um, so, yeah. I wasn't nuts about that match, but it was good to see all those women wrestling and being on TV. I would have liked to have seen my girl Rhea Ripley, because she is my favorite female in the NXT UK brand, but, you know, she can't wrestle every match. Uh, who can wrestle every match is Walter. Sorry, Walter. Hmm. Because he is a go-to for NXT UK, and that, that's a very good thing. Because he is, I, I mean, he's he's up to it and also performs at the top level pretty much every time out. It's... So uh, he takes on Trit Seven as the remaining man of the of uh, Mustache Mountain of British Strong Style that uh, can possibly take down Walter. And he does not. Not, not that I needed to tell yeah, you that, yeah. but spoiler, he does not. He fails. Uh, a valiant attempt. I, I liked, I, I liked Trent Seven as the, the weary journeyman who just, you know, you know, he's not going to be able to get it done, but he's going to fight his ass off, and he's, he's, he's basically going to go down swinging. He's going to, he'll die before he gives yeah. up, and that's, that's why I love watching Trent Seven. I think, I think it makes the Mustache Mountain matches that much better. Because you know that's his attitude, and then when he tags in Tyler Bate, who is you know fifteen and <laughs> <laughs> legs are jacked to the nines, it's like okay, well now here we go. Yeah, he's he's the greatest hot tagger working today. Like he can can stick in there and just and get beat up by the best of them. He's made an entire career about looking to a child for help, so he's really good at like just pushing through. And uh, he's a very sympathetic character. I liked his promo. I I, I was really hoping that, uh, hoping against hope that he would win. Like I bought into the storyline. I'm like, yes, Trent, you are British style, British strong style. You are Brit- you uh, NXT UK. You built all this stuff. Don't let that Austrian take it away. And then the Austrian took it away, and probably the next six months of his career. Because man, he's savage that poor, poor guy. It was great, and the I loved the uh, the rest of Imperium coming down to stand guard. But for that to work, they really needed someone to come out to stand guard against. Like other people should have right. been like, "Hey, hey, hey, don't do that." <laughs> I'm gonna stay back here because I'm scared of y'all. But at least Im- imply that there are people worth protecting. Well, the people that have been have fought Walter before, like Travis Banks, like he's yeah. I, I, maybe you're still having him recover because of his beating at the hands of Walter, but uh, yeah, somebody because yeah, they just stand there and then they put their backs to the ring because they respect the ring. But it's like, what are you doing? Like, why? And then they finally turn around. It's like uh, they they got their cue wrong. And it's like, oh wait, we're supposed to be watching this match. <laughs> All right, slowly turn around. Look badass. Look badass. And there we go. Now this looks better. But. Yeah, whatever the case, yeah, three power bombs is enough to put down Trent Seven. Uh, one was enough. Thank you very much, Volter. Actually, yeah, he doesn't actually put him down. They they stop it due to too much wrestling. Uh, which is probably the right. call. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> they they we we say that, but the way that modern combat sports is, most fights gets most MMA fights get stopped because of too much MMA. Like that's yeah. There there is a point where if we want this to look real, you need to start stopping fights. And I, I thought that was very good. I, I like it. I would like to see more referee stoppages. Okay. Well, 
that's that that's where, one area where we differ. I don't mind seeing them occasionally, but I, I this and this one was appropriate. Like the, if yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah. do one, this is it, he just won't stop power bombing the man, and he has nobody who can fight for him. Nobody's gonna come down and help. He, he's and he's done. Like he he can barely get to his feet. So yeah, it, it, it was appropriate in this case. Uh, NXT is rolling towards their own takeover in Toronto and. We've got uh, another breakout tournament match in Jordan Smiles for Miles and Angel Garza. I don't know. Uh, did you see the highlights of this show? Um, yeah, this one I just watched the highlights of. So I did see the highlights of this match. It was it was it was very fast. Yes, yes. Uh, Jordan Miles is uh, a lot of fun to watch. I could probably do it without a, a, a little bit of the mugging for the camera and the smiles, but uh, that's. I get it. it's it's your gimmick, it's your name, it's your, what you're going with. So brought to the dance. Go ahead, but uh, yeah, I was I was happy with either guy winning this because they're they've both proven themselves to be, you know, a, a top contenders for uh, honestly any title. But I I just like watching them wrestle. Yeah, yeah, uh, super. I don't know, dynamic. The last match we talked about was impactful. This one was dynamic. Yes, yes, and uh, Shane Thorne came out at the end of the match to say, you know, that these new stars have nothing. Why they've forgotten about me? So I guess he's getting the Cassius Ohno spot like, now. Hmm. <laughs> We've heard this song and dance before. It did not work out well for them. Old people need to just be quiet, right? Well, honestly, we've done we've done a lot of this before. Like we did do a tournament before, but Cassius Ohno gets pissed off about the new guys coming in and taking his spot. Uh, Damian Priest is literally Baron Corbin 2.0, uh, except he's no. he's got an arrow gimmick instead of actual biker, even though he looks just like his yeah, original. I, now gimmick. that you point that out, I'm sad. I, I was liking Damian Priest. I was going to be high on Damian Priest until you said that. Wait a, I mean you can wait to bring you, them. You can be because Baron Corbin 1.0 in NXT got to be pretty damn good before he went to the main roster, and I mean even was there to a point. Uh, it still could be. It's just yes, a, a but reminding me of is... how things change as they go up to the main roster is just like reminding me of death. I know I'm mortal, Jason, but I don't need to be reminded of it all the time. I know everyone I love in NXT is going to go up to the main roster and just poop, but you know I don't need to be reminded of it. True. That's well. I I mean, as long as NXT is made to ostensibly be you know before we get to see them on the main roster show then that it's going to be impossible to avoid. Like you're going to be watching guys wrestle and be like, okay, so what's he going to do once he gets up there? And it's, it, yeah, just, it, it does make you sad. Now the way Tyler Breeze and Killian Dane, and I guess if you want to say to back to NXT, uh, Alexander Wolf, you know, they've, they've returned. I think maybe we're breaking that down just a bit. Like we're saying these guys can go to either one and they're equal instead of, yeah, it's, I don't know. They're they're still walking a tricky, really thin line there, and it's 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 going to be interesting to see where uh, they try and position NXT if they do move it to one of the Fox networks and make it more of a main roster show than what it is currently, which is possibly rumored. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, all that stuff, and uh, we'll be talking about AEW's air date at the end as yeah. well. But I mean, all this like focusing on the the network shows did remind me that they really actually should do that and it's the for certain fans it's the only way they're going to be able to compete because i really enjoyed all this 
Yeah. Oh no, it's the, it's easily the more enjoyable wrestling. Like uh, the the other ones are the big flagship, dog and pony, big big lights, bi- bright lights, big city. I knew I was gonna get that wrong. Uh, <laughs> that bright city. So fish can fly, birds can swim, but you know, uh, yeah, and, and that that's how these shows are positioned, and it's like you have to seek it out on the network to re- see the real wrestling and. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with them shifting those shows to other spots and seeing how that works out. I, I just don't want to see them suffer because of it. And I, I mean, if you put it on a Fox network, it's going to have more uh, eyes than anything on the network. Th- their network, I should say. That's just that's just how it is. Um, quickly go through the rest of the card. We've got Bianca Belair deciding that she wants to win again. So she beats Xia Li. Yeah, that made me sad. And... I, I I want a better spot for Xia Li, but also Bianca Belair as just the uh, I will muscle through any match to win is uh, I like it. I, I want to see her built back up to another title shot, and this this is how you do it. And she's clearly not going to get. I I don't think they're going to make the title match at uh, Takeover uh, like four way. I mean they they are kind of dancing around Mia Yim, obviously being the. <laughs> Street justice yes. warrior that she is. Ah, I'm so uh, into the, to Mia Yim right now. I did feel bad for Marina Shafir because she's literally just getting out of her car in a random parking lot and is attacked and has her head like slammed in the door. It's like Mia Yim's just just assaulting a woman. Like there's no wrestling here. This is just assault. Yes, somebody should have called the police. <laughs> but it, it, this is the cutthroat world of uh, NXT, Jason. It's assault or be assaulted. Someone needs to stand up to these three, and it's going to be the H-I-B-C, right? No. H-B-I-C. Dang it. Ah, I am too dyslexic for anagrams or abbreviate or no. What is it? Abbreviations. I, I, that, that works. Yeah. I'm too dumb. Acronyms. Like acronyms is what you're looking yeah. for. So uh, I, I did laugh out loud at her surprise mother effer <laughs> when she slammed. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it, it. Yeah, I I don't know if that's what they're going for, but I I I like that. So it it it, it gives her more depth than just you know I'm I'm a blazing chick and I can wrestle you you know hardcore in the ring and then she doesn't really actually do that and also give her a different finisher. It, it, that stupid like Enzo, I'm gonna put your mouth on my foot and then fall down. That that, that doesn't look good for anybody. It's a it's a decent transitional move. Never make that a finish. Yeah, nobody has ever made that look good. As I've as I've watched wrestling more and more with my son, he's being he's very particular about moves. Though, where he's like, I think that would hurt the performer more than the the person receiving it. And that's the epitome of the move. Like you're just falling down. Yeah, it's it it would hurt you way worse. Like it it yeah. At, please give her something else on her way to uh, Baszler, or Baszler is going to eat her alive. Also, where is Shayna Baszler? Does she get on vacation? <laughs> Does she get to just go chill for a month or two while uh, her buddies get beat up in parking lots in the locker room? Uh, yeah, basically. Not a bad spot to have. Yeah. Uh, Io Shirai, I was hoping, would have a hell of a match versus Casey Catanzaro, where she comes out on top, and instead Candice LeRae has to come out and ruin that. Uh, I I once people turn, they need to have at least that one match where they get to wrestle that style and definitively show this is who I am now. Like Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan when he turned, you know he had that next match was just like oh okay, 
he's he's all in on this. This is not just a, eh, I'll wrestle a little bit different. No, no, he's completely different. And well, I wanted to see that here, and then it just it fizzled so quickly because of Candice LeRae's uh, interference. Yeah, but still, and they had I am, Shirai I'm, slight out of the ring right away. Like, yeah, Candice LeRae's here. That's who you want to fight. Go fight her. It's like they refuse to let heels not have a little bit of a, a yellow streak in them, and it really bugs me. They refuse to let them have a yellow streak, or they make them have. They a refuse yellow streak? to not let them have a yellow. Because I want to see her just stand up to her, just right, like, yeah, okay, exactly. bring it. Like, I don't care. I'm going to fight you. Not every heel has to be a coward. There's other ways to get heat, and um, yeah, it really, really, really bugs me when jo- uh, Samoa Joe or Io Shirai in this new format uh, back down from fights. That's not their character. Just because they're a heel doesn't mean they should do that. They need to be the one trying to instigate the fight and the heel or sorry the face should be the one being like you know this isn't the right time for this i i believe in sanctioned battles because that's what the rules say joining imperium because we respect the mat what oh never mind hmm. um and real quick uh damian priest and keith lee i i'm just disappointed that damian priest won this match because this was keith lee's match like he he had that sweet karate exchange where he hit that well he didn't hit it but he went for the roundhouse that Keith Lee can like make look rid- I mean if he had landed that roundhouse Damian Priest would be in half <laughs> yeah probably that would be an awesome visual I don't I, they couldn't pull it off but uh, yeah he, he hits that and then when Damian Priest uh, does the uh, I think it's a flipping dive onto him on the outside and Keith Lee just catches him and just looks mad that he caught him. He's <laughs> just like, ugh. That was awesome. Why big men do this? I had to rewatch yeah. that a couple times. That was so cool. That's Keith Lee. He's a big, strong boy. Deserves, he is. And he also he needs and deserves a bigger spot on that show. And I hope it seems like they're kind of refocusing him and kind of making him that Ono figure of, you know, I'm tired of these new guys coming in while I'm clearly, you know, the big dog. But. I know he's not the big dog. He's a big dog, but still. Um, yeah, I, I think that'll maybe be, again, maybe a takeover leftover match, but I bet these two are not done with each other yet, Braun Strowman style. Did you have any positive thoughts about Raw Reunion? Yes. Outside of Bray Wyatt uh, giving the the mandible claw to Mick Foley. And that was awesome. Uh, I, people say that Mick Foley was the only one, legend putting anyone over. I, I, and he always does this. So it didn't stand out to people. I'm sure. But Booker T as crazy as he is on the mic is really good about hyping up the, the new guys. I know he has his own training school, so he's a lot more focused on the, on newer wrestlers and he's more used to it, but he put both the Usos and the revival over in his commentary very very well so i i liked having him back and i liked hearing him do that and yeah so i thought that was good and uh i like the idea of the oc it's poorly named and it was very poorly executed on but california california he's singing the theme to the oc if anybody doesn't know that Everyone knows that. Everyone's singing that when I, I... Everyone listening started singing that to themselves when I referred to the OC. Actually, you know what everybody thinks when you say that? When you say the OC, everybody thinks, don't call it that. 
because all of our listeners watch Arrested Development and not the OC. Well, yes, but you don't have... Jason, you know that you did not have to watch the OC to know everything you need to know about the OC. Oh, yes, definitely. I I know all I need to know about that show, and that includes the theme song, and it pretty much ends with the theme song. And that it's why we have uh, What's-His-Face as a as a celebrity now. What is his face? I can't even think of his face. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Adam, Bro- Adam Brody is one of them, but he's not actually that big a star anymore. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. We're not going to focus on the actual OC. So you you don't think the OC is... Uh, you think the EO, the OC is DOA? No, I don't think so. I think I think they're going to be Viking experienced here in a minute, but I don't think it was as horrible of, of a burial. Who I really felt bad for and got buried was Sami Zayn. Like that's that that was just bad. Um, re- it made no sense. The the group of people that he like had to face down, RVD, Sergeant Slaughter. I'm written down here. Where was it? It was versus Rey Mysterio. It was RVD, Sergeant Slaughter, The Hurricane, and Kurt yeah, Angle. Like, like what? Why do all those men have something against Sami Zayn just because he's making fun of Rey Mysterio? Yeah. It's kind of Sami Zayn's thing right, right. now. And also, I would take Sami Zayn against any of those gentlemen right now. First off, he and RVD would probably be really good friends. You know RVD likes ska music. I, I I would think he does or did, yeah, yes. or at least like uh, maybe not third wave ska, but second wave ska, the more reggae stuff. That's that's RVD's jam. So they're buddies. Uh, the Hurricane is. I was really gonna quick interject. I don't know if you saw RVD's uh, Instagram post about people saying like, "I thought you were on Impact. What's that? What's going on there?" And he's like, he posted something that said, "When you get high and show up on the wrong show." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. his uh, thing after SummerSlam or after not SummerSlam Slammiversary or whatever TNA's big show where it's just like him and he lost and then like the, the picture was him with a bunch of models in a hot tub he's like I'll be fine <laughs> huh. um, yes you will RVD yes so he Sami Zayn RVD buds Hurricane joke character uh, Sami Zayn's good at cheeky roll ups that's all it takes to beat the Hurricane we saw that with R-Truth uh Sergeant Slaughter has a giant halluva kick me right here sign on his face. So I'm pretty sure Sami Zayn could take him out. And then uh, if Baron Corbin can beat you up, Sami Zayn can beat you up. Yeah. I... This should have been a, a moment where they, they could actually build somebody up and just have him halluva kick his way right through that line. I, I just... I, I know... He'll eventually get a spot that's worth while. Well, actually, I don't yeah, we know don't. That. We, I, we he we, could he could just wait this BS out and then go to AEW or anywhere else, and that would be sad because they would miss out on Sami Zayn, who was at one point the biggest sure thing WWE had, and yep. they came to Raw and threw his shoulder out on a on a, on a celebration before the match <laughs> on a on a taunt. A dance move and then wrestled John Cena and people were like this is the guy and then he had to be out for half a year or whatever it was recovering from that came back and he's had ups and downs but I, he's, he's never been as high as he was in NXT and that's just super sad. Yeah, I hope Sami Zayn is he's a, he's, a, he's a treasure and I hope they realize that they've they might have realized it with Kevin Owens right now and they've realized it before with Kevin Owens Kevin Owens has gone up and down uh, you know, you can tell how much they think of Kevin Owens, whether or not they pair him with Sami Zayn, 
because when he's not with Sami Zayn is when he's doing his best work, unfortunately. As far as his best recognized work, his best work is with Sami Zayn. Those two need to be... Sami Zayn needs to face turn, and he can do it just by, you know, being himself, so it's not going to be hard, and they need to... I don't know. Tear, tear, tear this MF or down. Um, did you like the 24-7 chicanery? I, I thought it was a very good use of the, the legends. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I also, you know, uh, we, we had a long run of women champions for the for a while. I mean, I guess they held it for like literally seconds. <laughs> yeah, I don't think but, you can call uh, anything with this a long run. But yeah, it was, it was nice. It's dumb just having, uh, especially for the older guys like uh, Pat Patterson, who apparently can't get down for a bump, so he has to lose his title off camera. <laughs> Gerald Briscoe, quote unquote, covered him for it, <laughs> like found him napping or something. And yeah, it's uh, it, it was inventive use. Uh, I like Alunder Blaze coming out and trying to put it in the type the trash can, and then DiBiase comes out and buys it off of her. That's uh, and then loses it uh, again off camera in a limo because he's you know older and probably shouldn't be getting down on the ground to do bumps so even roll ups. Yeah, no, I thought I, I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought that was probably the better part of the episode was the back and forth on that and just d- d- smart ways to use these people. I th- I really thought Mick Foley was going to become champion and then it, you know they dart through the ring when he's there and he's just like ah come back here ah, I'll get you next time. <laughs> no. I just thought that being like the one title to elude Mick Foley. <laughs> he's just he's just too slow now to get it. So at some point that will happen and that will be maybe a WrestleMania payoff, I don't know. Mick Foley, Mick Foley becomes 24/7 champion. He takes it on his next book tour, I don't know. Um I also, uh, during the Mike Canella scene, I don't know if you noticed this, but Ruby Riot was in the background, and it was good to see her. She was behind. Oh, was she? Yeah, she was. She was totally blocked out by Ron Simmons most of the time, and I was really mad at him the entire time. I'm like, dude, this is the only time she gets to be on TV until her shoulders are better. Stop blocking her out of the shot, you dick. I completely missed that. No, I I I saw him there and knew he was going to get his damn in at some point, but I I completely missed her. So that's that's sad, but also. The, the women's division on Raw needs you, Ruby. I hope you're better sooner than later. Uh, it sounds like she's um, got some recovery to go, but she is doing well. She's on the road. Yeah, It's just a long one. So we're talking about Kevin Owens, and uh, one a bit I of backstage news I heard is that the reason his promos have been so much better since he had a change of heart uh, is because they're doing what uh, Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley said they need to do in that interview with Chris Jericho, which is, you know, stop giving guys these promos that they're supposed to memorize, do the bullet points like, you know, Stone Cold and The Rock used to do back in the day. And they've done they've done that with Kevin Owens, apparently. They give him bullet points and say, this is what you need to get across. Go do it. And he comes up with it. And so that like maybe he's like the test case for like can we do this and like trust these guys again? Where I'd be interested to know how they're training people in NXT because a lot of those guys are coming up with that training, and so they uh, they've been quote unquote media trained by those people down there. So like how are they doing that? And would they adjust if the, surely they're not just telling him you, you memorize your lines? That's what you do as a wrestler. So. Yeah, bottom line, that's why KO has sounded so much better since he turned, and that's, I think his promos have been hot fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's actually, I, I might actually kind of like it if they do it where this, where the people who are good are the ones let off the 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 reins, just because it makes it more. Uh, there's more of an obvious difference, which makes those more powerful, and you know, 
it, especially for this storyline right now, where it actually plays into the storyline where he's like, I'm not going to say what people tell me to say anymore. I got another microphone, you stupid idiot. Yeah, it's funny how the, the boss tells him to cut his mic and yet he finds another one there. It's like, oh, I guess that one works. I guess I can't do anything about it. Oh, cut that one too? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, like, well I, I, I bought into it. He's like, there's a hundred microphones around here. I can keep doing this. <laughs> Yanks one off the announcer's head. All right, this one. No, cut that one. Okay, fine. I'll talk into the camera. The camera has a mic. Come here, cameraman. Yeah, I'm gonna reverse Brock Kevin Owens knowing you. how. Get here. Yeah, it's Kevin Owens knowing how wrestling works. It's like there's a microphone in this arena. I'm going to find it. And I'm going to talk into it. Uh, so going with Kevin Owens and uh, the Reigns you were speaking of. These are different Reigns and Roman Reigns, and they are supposed to fight at Shane's behest. And Shane and Drew and Elias are all going to get involved. And, uh, you know, Kevin, it's interesting that the, the New Day still is playing up the whole, you know, when he turned on them and everything. They're just like, we don't like that guy, but we respect what he's saying. Like, they're at least trying mm-hmm. to get no, in no, the, good. yeah, they're playing in the history. They're not just completely sweeping it under the rug. They're just like, that guy was an a-hole, but I also like what he's saying. So, you know, I, I can do both at the same time. Um, but Roman and KO both say, you know, I don't like you. You don't like me. We both would like to be fighting for the title right now. As soon as this match starts, let's go beat those guys up. <laughs> it's just Shane tries to get involved, and it's just like, no, no, we're not. This is not going to be a match. We're just going to beat you guys up, and that's that's what they do. And Kevin gets in two stunners, and Roman helps him out with it. And I I thought that was a it was a nice kind of play, callback. It felt it felt like to me to when uh, Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns were like a team for a hot second before yeah. Bray got called elsewhere. Um, so this is actually something I thought about, like as we were comparing with the other shows, the, the network shows. Part of the reason I really like those is they have good, strong stables, and of of different of good guys and bad guys, and people are are working together, and it allows for a lot more different storytelling. Like that uh, Severn Walter match was powerful, not just because of what's in there, but there's also the this is the last nail of my group destroying your group. And see, look, my group is here and yours is not because they're dead. It opens up a lot of great stuff. And, you know, we have, I mean, there's not a, they still need a reason to be a stable of goobers, but we have the stable of goobers. So let's get some good guy stables in here. The New Day can be one. They could have a Samoan family one, and then you could have like the Canadians. I, Yeah. I, I have no problem with stables. I love stables. I wish there were more on the main roster. So, yeah, I'm all in for the OC. Usually when one rises up, it, it necessitates the building of another. So the OC is coming up. So it's like somebody's going to have to rise up. Ricochet is going to have to form with somebody else. And, mm-hmm. I mean, hell, we might just get a Lucha House Party kind of situation for a while where they're 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 stable, but also they could split off at any moment. And who who would really notice? Uh yeah, I, I, Undisputed. that's why everybody wants to see Undisputed Era come up, but they want to see them come up together because it doesn't make sense for Cole to just come up and the other guys are still down there. Uh, um, I mean, Sanity, was that was the case, and then they came up and did nothing, and that's why they broke up, and now they're all separate and rest in peace, Eric Young. Yeah, I, bottom line, stables. Great, have more, use them correctly. Um we're going to talk about AEW real briefly. They got their uh, TV deal announced. It will be starting October 2nd, which is a Wednesday, which you can be guaranteed WWE is going to uh, try and 
counter program against. I'm I I would guess that they'll probably do a live NXT that night, if nothing else. Uh, maybe two hours. I don't know. That just apparently in the uh, investor call they recently had, Vince McMahon specifically mentioned them not by name, but he said like a uh, new competition or something like that coming up. And I don't think the TNT will be very happy to let them use that blood that they used on their previous show, which shows that he, you know, he, he, he at least is following the product to some degree or somebody is and reporting back to him. So I, they're not afraid of them, but they're, they're going to counter program them whatever they can. And I, that show is going to be, yeah, it's going to be a fight and that's great. Yeah. And bring it on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm torn. Like, if they counter-program and that leads to both programs being better, that's great. Uh, there's enough days in the week, though. They could just be on separate days. Just let let me watch lots of wrestling. That's what you want me to do anyway. It doesn't have to be all you, Vince. I'm, not, I'm never going to watch Table for Three. You might as well give up that dream. I understand that. There's a lot of stuff on the network that is very good, and Table for Three is one of them. I Honestly, like if I had unlimited time... I, I would feel differently. Oh yeah. Uh, we, we, oh yeah. I, I don't. I don't watch half the stuff on there that I would like to watch. That that and the uh, 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 what you call the drive by, but that's uh, Roman Reigns' move. Uh, the drive along, drive right along, right along. Gosh, yeah. I want to watch more of that, and I haven't like seen hardly an episode of that. But that's like uh, yeah, all that content is right up my alley. But yeah, no time. So it's just yeah. I agree. They don't need to counter program everything. And I mean, they won't be able to necessarily, but I th- there's going to come a Sunday where they're both going to be on and, or a Saturday or something mm-hmm, to take mm-hmm. over and an AEW show. And it's like that that's yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I think, like you said, I think it is going to make both shows better. Uh, AEW will still be finding their footing on like a TV show months in probably, but they're, I think, going to get better faster because they'll have that competition. And yeah, here we here we go. October, it's all on. That's that's awesome. Uh, speaking of Vince, I did see another note note that uh, apparently he showed up at SmackDown. Uh, I think it was this week. He showed up at like four o'clock and rewrote the entire episode. Yeah, and I think that might be a big part of the reason it was kind of weaker. Like it wasn't great. Well, actually, I, I, uh, the ratings were good, and I actually enjoyed the show. Like, I thought, well, Raw Reunion, you know, but nothing was going to, everything was going to beat that in my mind. But uh, I actually thought it was a solid show. Uh, I wasn't nuts about it, but I, I, my bigger question is, does he still get to do that once it's on Fox? And I, I have to imagine the answer is no. I don't even know if he'll be around anymore doing that kind of stuff. But isn't he selling some of his I, stock? I don't know about that. I I imagine he already ha- I think he already has for the XFL deal because that thing costs a ridiculous amount to start well restart a sports uh, league. So I yeah I don't know. I that's just insane to show up to a show like hours before it goes on air and rewrite the entire thing. That's that's, that's what I you do. Hats off to everybody that performed and did well because. How do you do that with a brand new show that you haven't even heard about uh, like three or four hours before it goes on the air? And uh, much, much happier news. So happy to hear about this. Tegan Knox, who was in the Mae Young Classic, and she was one of the favorites to win the whole thing. They were really playing her up, and then she got injured, which was another injury from her previous injury that she recovered from like a year before. Uh, she is back. She was at an NXT house show. 
uh, after having torn her MCL, LCL, ACL, and both menisci in her left knee. Yeah, that poor, that poor knee has just been through everything. Everything bad yes. that can happen to a leg has happened to her, and I'm so glad she's back because she's great. She is. She's got the shiniest wizard. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, That's what they call is. that move. It's just so funny. She when says you she say has it. it. I, yeah, it, I, it is. It, it sounds really dumb, but it's also. You know she's great, and I I hope she gets to stick around this time and really do some stuff. Uh, NXT NXT UK I don't I don't care where she pops up. Both two or five live. Why not? Let's just do it. You know, Tika Knox, uh, congratulations, welcome back, and I hope you get to stick around. Uh, we're not gonna stick around. We're getting out of here. I gotta get uh, prepared. I gotta get the kids uh, doing their stuff this afternoon so I can get prepared so I can watch Smackville tonight. Yes, I am going to watch that. <laughs> yes, it's going to be stupid. No, I was more like, oh, crap, that's tonight. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I knew it was coming up. Yeah. But, okay. Get to watch an Elias concert and uh, Kevin, or not Kevin Owens, uh, Ke- Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler versus Samoa Joe for the title and another match that I can't remember. Kevin Owens versus somebody, maybe. I forget. Uh, yeah, uh, whatever. I mean, if... If I end up not going where I th- hope I'm going, I'll watch it. But if I end up going where I hope I'm going, screw you. <laughs> I mean, you're not, you're not going to miss anything. It's a house show that they're airing for reasons. I guess because it's in Nashville. I don't know. Isn't, is and AEW doing anything tonight? Is, are they? Just- no, there's no counter-programming to be done. It's just they wanted to do it. There's nothing else going on tonight that's wrestling-related. Oh, know, you know so. Oh, I figured it out. So you remember how they named the Australian show Super Showdown, and now they tried to call the the Saudi Arabia show uh, Super Showdown to kind of make it a little more palatable? Like, see, Super Showdown's just when we go to another country. It's not a horribly corrupt deal. Well, now they're going to start. They're going to do a couple of these pop up shows, and they're like, "Look, we just sometimes do pop up shows wherever it happens to be fun." Saudi Arabia's fun. <laughs> Saudiville. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it that. Call it that, please. I would love that. Oh, uh, well, we thank you for listening to this show. If you liked it, you can subscribe. You can do that at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find the podcast. Please do a review if that's possible. If you like this show, you can listen to a couple of other shows that we have our voices on. You can listen to Digital Strips is the preeminent webcomics podcast on the planet. And have you ever had something funny happen to you and you wanted to tell the entire internet? We do on our podcast. Today I learned nothing. We tell embarrassing stories about daring do and and don't worry, we're, we never come out looking good in any of them. So if you want to see us fail, listen to that podcast. You'll hear plenty of stories about that. <laughs> you ever want to hear about us getting our comeuppance? Turn in every week. For one, at least one of us is going to get just what we deserve. Yes, basically. You hate these guys? Listen to this. <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Twitter for this show at P Grapplers. I am at the Jason Sigler. I am at Idahoba. And we'll talk at you next week on the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. I am amazing Jason Sigler. And I will always be Steve the Shin Kicker Shinny. We are counting the days until October 2nd here on Pro Grapplers. Pro Grapplers.